Taking that homegrown clean electricity to make homegrown fertilizers for an industry that's, that's really important to our state, that gets me really excited. Hydrogen. It may be a lesser-known climate-friendly fuel solution, but it's gaining traction quickly. And now seven Midwestern states are teaming up to accelerate hydrogen development as a cleaner energy alternative for automobiles and factories. It's called the Midwest Hydrogen Coalition, and Kevin Lee is Deputy Commissioner of Energy Resources with the Minnesota Department of Commerce. Hey, Kevin, welcome to ClimateCast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. So what is clean hydrogen, and why is it such a climate benefit? So using electricity, you can actually split water. You can split off the H2 from the O and just keep uh, hydrogen in a process that has no emissions. Then you can take that hydrogen and actually reverse that process and, and generate electricity. You can burn it similar to natural gas, but with far fewer emissions and with no carbon emissions at all. And when you say it's produced uh, with no emissions, are you talking about through sources like renewable energy? We can use electricity to make it. Uh, That is sometimes called green hydrogen. Um, You can use biomass, can actually be gasified into uh, hydrogen. So one of the things that we're very interested in is trying to make sure that we are making hydrogen in a way that is the least carbon intensive. What's the focus of this Midwestern Hydrogen Coalition? You know, I think a lot remains to be seen about which are the applications where hydrogen will really find its niche and which are ones where there will be some competing technology that is better. So for a lot of these applications, electricity and batteries are direct competitors. So what these states want to do is share with each other about development in, in, in our respective states, uh, share some of the challenges in developing this market. Are there regulatory barriers? Are there economic barriers? How do we do things like um, engage impacted communities? Uh, so, so that's the, the focus of the, the coalition efforts. Tell me about the funding here. The federal infrastructure law enacted last year, I know, includes $8 billion to fund some of these regional hydrogen hubs. What's that looking like and what's the best way to use those funds? What those funds are designed to do is address some of this chicken and the egg problem when you have a market that's just getting started, like hydrogen, which is that, you know, you might have a producer somewhere who can make very clean, very cheap hydrogen, uh, but they don't have, you know, an offtake agreement to, to, to sell that hydrogen to someone nearby. Or if there is a, a, a consumer, you know, they're maybe located far enough that transportation costs start to be a barrier. So what the hub funding opportunity is designed to do is to create more regional markets for hydrogen by connecting those producers and consumers. Kevin, what will you be watching for? What should we be watching for uh, with hydrogen in the next decade or so? I think some of the things that really excite me are around things like steel and ammonia. You know, those are two industries that are both critically important um, and they're also they're also carbon intensive. They rely on a lot of natural gas in the case of ammonia and they rely on a lot of coal in, in in the case of steel. And so the prospect of taking that homegrown clean electricity to make homegrown fertilizers for an industry that's that's really important to our state 
that's the kind of stuff that gets me really excited. Kevin Lee with the Minnesota Department of Commerce. You know, it's an interesting conversation because I learned something today, and I think a lot of Minnesotans uh, are still learning about hydrogen. So thanks so much for uh, sharing your perspective with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was, it was a fun conversation. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.